0: Stained Shorts, The Journalist. You are listening to our very own Symphony Orchestra perform Beethoven's Symphony No. 7 in A Major. One quick announcement for today. President Colvin will be addressing the nation right here on the air later today to update us on the current conflict with the radicals on the other side of the wall. Everyone is expected to attend. Now, back to the orchestra. Excuse me. I'm sorry, sir. May I help you? Sir, you're not allowed to just come in here. Wait. No! Please! Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Arthur Wiggins, and this place is not as it seems. I'm sorry, one minute. That should keep me safe for a little while at least. To anyone listening, listen carefully. I won't be here for long. In a few minutes, they'll either shut me off kill me, or both, both being the most likely. To my friends, my family, my nation, my people, the world we live in is not the world we've been taught it is. Again, my name is Arthur Wiggins and I'm a reporter for The Nation's News. A little over one month ago, on August 24th, 2055, I was woken up around 2 o'clock in the morning to a call from the station. They told me I was to go directly to our headquarters and meet with them. I wasn't to call anyone or even talk to anyone at all. Much past the curfew, I got in my car and drove over. I was escorted to a meeting room in an area of the building I had never seen before. Something tells me I wasn't supposed to have seen it before. In the room, I was greeted by our company manager, Roger Frost, and our very own President Colvin. In that room... They told me I was going to run one of the most important stories we've ever made. That day, they told me I was going to leave town. I was going to go somewhere few people have gone before. Outside the wall. President Colvin wanted me to run a story that would explain the conflict that we've been seeing. He thought, because I'd written countless war reports in my past, I'd be the best person (laughs) for the job. Boy, was he wrong. They handed me a folder that better explained my assignment and sent me to an apartment inside the headquarters to stay the night. They took my phone, um, among other possessions. They told my family some obscure reason as to why I was gone, and I haven't had contact with you all since. In that folder was a sentence that gave me the reasoning to do what I'm doing today. It said, For the betterment of the people, you will write a full report on life outside the wall. And I'm not proud of this, but the report I turned in to the president after my time outside the wall is stacked with lies. For the betterment of the people, it said. Fake news is not bettering your lives. That's why I'm here. To set the record straight. I'm gonna tell you. Well, we knew it was just a matter of time. Please give me a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. You can listen to the orchestra while I deal with them. I'm here to tell you all the real story of the outside. We're told it's so perfect here, why would anyone ever want to leave? As I speak, President Colvin is preparing his address to the nation, where he will use my report to tell you why this conflict is their fault and why it's so horrible on the other side. That was his intention. It said so in my assignment. Words cannot describe the horrors you may face when you're out there. Those words harrowed me, as they were intended to do. My case files were written in a way to manipulate me into thinking the place I was going was horrible, rebellious, extremist. I found none of these to be true. Yeah, I hear you. Listen, I don't have much time left. When I was let out of the headquarters, I was brought directly to the wall. It was guarded by hundreds of armed officials. In the wall, there are two sets of doors. This is so that nobody other than the person leaving can see the outside. I went between the doors. The one behind me closed, and the one to the outside opened. The scariest moment of my life as I was blinded by the sudden burst of light. As my eyes adjusted, I stood there. In front of me were citizens from outside the wall. They stood and stared at me for what felt like days. I just stared back. What was I supposed to do? All I had been told about these people was that they were extremists and dangerous beyond anything words can describe. But they just stood there, looking at me. I'd later come to realize that we all shared the same emotion in that moment. The uneasiness of seeing a person from the other side. An outsider named Amelia approached me and brought me to a bar. The attention I received was huge. Everyone had questions about inside the wall. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are not extremists. They aren't terrorists. They aren't even mean. The reason President Colvin is so against them is because he is afraid of them, afraid of what people and their mindset can do. They freely speak. They're able to have opinions about those in charge. So much so, Amelia told me, that they even hold massive protests against policies or even people that they disagree with. Not riots, not mass murders but a peaceful gathering where they simply speak their mind. And that is what I intend to do right now. To anyone who can hear me, the number one thing Colvin is afraid of isn't extremists or terrorism. It's the idea of his power being revoked. Colvin is manipulative, mean, and selfish. He doesn't care about anything you should be allowed to do. He only cares about keeping his place at the top. Ever wonder why you're required to watch his address to the nation? Because he is feeding you lies so that you keep your patriotism and, more importantly, keep your love for him. Life outside is free. Your life here is nothing. You have nothing. So I beg, you rise up and remove Calvin by any means necessary. Call me crazy, but I've seen both lives. And I would give anything to go back outside the wall. I almost stayed there. Amelia told me I could stay with her. Many others offered the same. And I knew they wouldn't come for me. Because if I had stayed, they would have known I loved it there and wouldn't want my extremist mind back in their nation. But I came back. I came back because I knew this was wrong. I knew my friends, my family, my, my people deserved better. You don't deserve this life. Men with guns are at the door. They have been since you first heard the banging. I'll get out of here. I know I can. When I do... I beg you to join me to your new life. And to President Colvin, thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to trash on another nation, because it has given me the opportunity to trash on your nation. And that is the best thing anyone has ever done for me. And whether you think so or not, nothing can ever be the same for you anymore. No! Please get out! Hey guys, thanks so much for watching. As the last episode is more of a teaser, this is our official pilot episode. I really hope you enjoyed. The Journalist was written by Christian Baltz, the part of Arthur Wiggins was performed by Christian Baltz, and a huge thank you to Grace Kubek for playing the part of the radio engineer. I'm Christian Baltz, and this has been Stained Shorts, the journalist.